Uh, we're actually uh, doing a bit less, but something like that. Yeah. Okay. So more like 8,000 a month, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And where were you a year ago? Zero? Uh, uh, something like that. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Vendran Sindrik. He's likes to say he's a developer first. Uh, he started developing with PHP and MySQL when he was 18 years old and since then learned everything he needed from full steps full stack developer with HTML, CSS, and all the works. He also ran a development company for 10 years and then started building a service for himself to help with daily development issues. He turned that into a product called Treble and raised 1.2 million euros to build it out. Vedran, you ready to take it to the top? Yeah, yeah. Hi, uh, nice to meet you and uh, you know, glad to be here. Thank you yes. for the intro. You bet. So, so that if people want to follow along, the URL is T-R-E-B-L-L-E.com. What's the company do? So uh, we help you uh, with APIs, but we like to say we like to stay, uh, say that our company helps you stay in tune with your APIs. They're just a ni- nice marketing word, uh, but uh, in an essence, we help you understand uh, what's going on with your APIs and the apps uh, that use them. And so what does that mean? I mean, I think a lot of people, when they want to connect tools, they'll use things like Zapier, MuleSoft, these sorts of tools. Are you playing in that space? So we're more uh, developer-focused, which means essentially you add one of our packages to your API, and out of the box, we uh, we give you features like real-time API monitoring, automatically generated documentation, error tracking, analytics, and a lot more. So that's that's how we uh, tend to bring value. The, the services you mentioned are more geared towards uh, no-code solutions rather than actual de- developer-created APIs. That. So if my dev team at FounderPath uh, relies on a bunch of API connections to keep the system running, we can yeah. install Treble and we'll get an instant notification the second an API has an issue. Essentially, if you have an API, your developers and have multiple uh, connections to it, like an app, a website, or something, your developers probably today are having uh, struggles with error tracking, monitoring, uh, trying to figure out what went wrong, when it went wrong, how it went wrong. So we help you with all of those things. And what would I pay you to do that? What's your average customer pay? So right now, I mean, right now we have a lot of, uh, because our early customers were actually the clients of our agency, our kind of pricing tiers are skewed because they pay a really higher amount. But usually I would say, you know, to get you started, you would pay any, anywhere between 50 to 100 bucks. Uh, but as your API becomes more popular, you would pay, you know, upwards to $1,000 because you have to understand the more your API is popular, uh, the more data we need to handle and the more data we need to process. So essentially, if you have a company like Netflix, just that's to be clear, a lot of... This is for people man, that, that have an API that other people are using, not people using other people's APIs. Exactly, exactly. So if you have an API, essentially, and other people other people are using or you are internally using. So imagine 
uh, I don't know, like a game uh, that you have on your phone, right? That's using API. So you can add Treble to that API and you'll have better understanding what's going on uh, with either your app or multiple apps or your API. Got it. And how many customers are you serving today? So right now we've got around 200 customers. And where, when did you launch? Uh, literally, uh, officially, we didn't even launch, but we exist for, I would say, the past six months. We've kind of done, I would say, a, uh, an open beta where uh, we gave our internal uh, clients uh, the software and they just kept recommending it to other developers. Now we raised our first seed round and we're actually officially planning to launch in November this year. Uh, you, how much did you raise in the seed? We raised uh, $1.4 million. Uh, okay, great. $1.4 million. And did you do that on a convertible note or a priced round? Uh, priced round. Oh, really? That's, that's, that's different. Most people do a convertible note this early. Why did you decide? Sorry, convert, sorry convertible note. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. And what cap did you use on the note? Uh, so could you, what do you mean by that? Like, is it an uncapped note, meaning they put in 1.4 million at a cap, like a valuation essentially on the note? Oh, yeah. So they put uh, 1.4 million and valued the, the company at uh, 5 million. Pre money or post? Uh, Pre money. Okay, got it. So 6.4 million post. Yeah. Okay, yeah. interesting. And, and how were you able to convince them to give you that valuation pre product, like pre customers this <laughs> early? Uh, so it wasn't actually. We, unlike a lot of other people, uh, we didn't actually have that many problems raising the the round. Like our story is a bit, uh, we, we we attended Web Summit last uh, November and a bunch of VC companies started reaching out to us. We didn't even kind of plan to do, we didn't even have a pitch deck at that time. So we kind of put together. Uh, Everything was shut last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So essentially, we put together a pitch deck and a business plan and uh, a bunch of uh, European VC funds mostly reached out. Uh, we got around three uh, term sheets and we chose uh, Nauta, our partner, because they had a combination of a great team and the best deal. And who is we? How many founders are there? So there's uh, me and my co-founder, Darko. And did you split equity 50-50? No, 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 I have a bit more. He has a bit less because I, I do. I essentially build the entire platform, uh, and he he's mostly a designer and our operational officer. I see. Okay, got it. That makes sense to me. Uh, so maybe something more like sixty forty plus your new investor. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and you mentioned an agency many times. Tell me more about the agency. Is that still running today, or did you shut it down? Uh, so one of the. Uh, one of the kind of prequisites to the deal was that we would shut down the agency. Th that is what we actually wanted. Uh, we had the agency for roughly about 10 years. We got it to a point where, you know, we've done uh, a lot of work for a lot of international clients, big name brands. Uh, and uh, we kind of naturally always wanted to have a product on our own. Uh, and it just, uh, we, I would say, not stumbled upon it, but we kind of developed Treble because we need it uh, personally. And uh, we wanted to give Treble the 100% uh, of focus. So that's why we kind of sunset the agency, transitioned all of our clients to either friendly agencies or somebody else. And we're now focused entirely on Treble. And what, uh, what year or how much did the agency do in its best year revenue-wise? 
a couple of million uh, and the best year was actually 2020 the covid year was coincidentally the best year i think everybody kind of went uh, double down on on everything web or app related so a couple million you're talking like three million dollars in 2020 something like that yeah yeah something like that yeah and how many folks worked at the agency uh, there was, uh, at, uh, it was always the core team of four. And then we would have maybe like, uh, three people more, depending on the amount of job we had. And so what happened to the other two people? I mean, did you sell the agency off to them? Uh, oh no, no, no. So the, uh, all of them are now working, uh, with us in trouble. Why'd you only, why, why only two of you guys have equity? Uh, because, uh, uh, we, the two of us are only found, right. The other, uh, the other employees have, uh, equity as, as ESOP, right. So we dedicated an ESOP fund for our employees and gave them, uh, ESOP shares. How big, a, how, how big of an equity sharing pool sort of did you set up? Uh, 8%. Oh, 8%. Okay. Got it. That's pretty generous. Um, okay. And so how many people are on the team full-time today? Uh, there's four of us now. Oh, so four, for okay, now. So the same four people from the agency. We've literally just uh, received the funds, uh, I would say, 20 days ago, and we've literally just started uh, the path to hiring. Uh, Vedran, a lot of people are going to listen to this and go, wait, this guy should turn a $3 million agency to go into a startup with no revenue. I don't believe him, or what am I missing? They're going to think you're crazy. Uh, well, again, we always wanted to do our own product, right? And in this day and age, it's really hard to find something that A, you're passionate about and nobody else is doing, right? So why not the agency or, or like why shut down $3 million worth of revenue? We kind of, uh, we took care of our biggest clients. We found the, I, like I said, we found friend re- replacements. We gave them to people who we know uh, and trust, uh, and that that's it, because we wanted to literally fully dedicate to Treble. And that's how you got your first customers, is you sold your old agency exactly. to Treble? So essentially, uh, we built Treble uh, together with them, I would say. Uh, the er- at the early stages, they were using Treble. It just wasn't named like that. And then they gradually uh, you know, started using Treble. We gradually started making it better. And now every single one of them is still using Treble today. And they're recommending it to everybody uh, you know, in their circles, if you will. And Bedron, 200 customers you mentioned earlier at a $50 ARPU, which you mentioned earlier, multiplying those would mean you're doing about $10,000 a month right now in MRR. Is that accurate? Uh, we're actually uh, doing a bit less, but something like that, yeah. Okay, so more like 8,000 a month, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And where were you a year ago? Zero? Uh, uh, something like that. We actually had, I think around six months ago, we had around $2,000, give or take. And then we, as we kind of, as people started using the system, as we uh, we got recommended more, we, we gained more and more users. But again, uh, we're just literally getting started uh, with, with this whole story. Mm-hmm. Well, well. when did you, you wrote the first line of code at the agency, it sounds like, which you launched back in 2011, almost 10 years, 11 years ago. So you officially spun it out, I assume, when you got the funds and signed the term sheet. So you're calling exactly. your sort of early 2021, even though you had people using this in 2020 via the agency. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're exactly right. We, the thing with this is because the way that we built it, it 
really required a lot of testing. One of the things that we do, of course, again, is we have access uh, to every single request that is made on your API. So you can imagine if you uh, have an API that has 10 million monthly requests, we need to be able to handle uh, that much traffic, right? So one of the things that we need, needed to make sure uh, that we could actually scale uh, is the volume, scalability, and that we could do it at a cost, right? So that's what we kind of spent at least, I would say, six months uh, testing, doing, developing, and perfecting. And uh, once we we were done with that, we're actually then we we got more confident about Treble and and what it can do. Great pricing plans for SaaS are usually a combination of like a flat fee for feature upgrades and then also utility-based upselling. The utility-based upselling you choose to use currently on your homepage is based off number of requests and a length of log retention. Why are those yeah. the right two utility metrics? <laughs> That's what we think at the moment that are right. Uh, you have to understand that, like you said, I am uh, coming from a developer background. And one of the things that I hate is complicated pricing, right? Uh, if, if I see a product and I've seen many products, uh, the worst things that I, I could see is you want feature A and that feature is only available in the highest plan. That's just going to turn me off. So the thing that we wanted to do here is we wanted to give everybody uh, all the features and you only pay for essentially what you use. We think that is the fairest uh, offer we can make. Uh, so nobody loses money and you get uh, both of both. Uh, you know, both of both words, sorry. Now the counter to that will be a customer who signs up for you and then goes, you, you know, they sign up on your $70 a month plan for 500,000 requests. A year from now, they're doing 10 million requests. So now they're paying you 500, maybe more than that per month. And in their head, they start resenting you a little bit because they go, you know, <laughs> our API is growing, but it's not because of the drawn and like treble only. There's a bunch of other stuff growing our number of requests. Why are we paying treble so much more? How would you think about that problem? Uh, I think if they grew that much, they that treble would be their uh, their best friend because in that amount of time we would have provided so much value and saved them so many uh, so much money on and time to them and their developers just on you know everything from debugging to writing documentation that they would be uh, actually happy instead of sad. All right, fair answer. What what is churn look like today? Has anyone signed up and then canceled? Uh, so far, no. So far, we haven't heard uh, a, a bad word about it. Well, so just to be clear, everyone who signed up and was paying for it caught six months ago is yep. still actively paying today. Yep. Yep. Have you been able to measure expansion revenue yet? People moving from seventy to five hundred dollars a month. Uh, we're we're trying to set that up, but we have seen a lot of cases where people. The, usually when expansion happens is like like you mentioned when somebody's API becomes popular. So. Usually what, what we see people do is they start with lower plans and then move, move to higher plans as their API scale. So while you're developing, you probably don't need the highest plan because your API is being used by a couple of people. But by the time you launch, and if you have a successful launch, your API is potentially used by thousands, if not millions. Yeah, very good. And then what's it cost you? What's your cap to get a new $50 a month customer? Do you know? Uh, so roughly around 8% of that, uh, eight to 10% of that amount is our cost. Of that annualized value or of the $50 a month? Uh, my monthly value. Yeah. So you're paying $5 to get a new $50 a month customer. Exactly. Something like that. 
Where are you spending uh, that uh, money? So, sorry, uh, sorry, on services. Sorry, uh, I thought uh, so. We pay. That's the cogs value. Uh, we don't know exactly with our employees, but this off of fifty dollars that we pay, we spend like maybe, like I said, five uh, to ten percent on other services that, that we have to pay. Everything else uh, is, uh, you know. Uh, we haven't cal- calculated in the amount we spend on uh, on our employees, and as far as marketing goes, we don't have uh, we haven't done any marketing yet. So, you know, yep, so nothing to come. Someone you fifty dollars per month. You're spending ten dollars on cogs that you just need to make the thing run, and then you have employees yeah. and not spending anything on marketing yet. So, it's still too yeah. early to tell. Yeah, John, great story here. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite book? Uh, the Steve Jobs biography. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, phew, let me just think. Uh, I do like uh, the micro. I do like the new Microsoft CEO, so I've been following him uh, a lot. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your business besides Trello? <laughs> uh, Trello. Trello. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I try to get at least seven, eight hours of sleep. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? I'm about to be married in less than a year. Oh, congratulations. And no kids? So far, no kids. Yeah. Okay. After we get married. <laughs> and how old are you, Vedran? Uh, I am now 33. 33. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Uh, that I don't know everything. <laughs> Guys, they launched an agency brand back in 2011, did $3 million in revenue on the agency last year, then shut it all down when they got a $1.2 million, $1.4 million from an investor just 30 days ago at a $6.4 million post-money valuation for their tool, which helps you manage your API and make sure it's never going down up to five uh, 100,000 requests. Uh, and you can scale nicely with the team. They're now doing about $10,000 a month in we'll call it eight to $10,000 10, a month in revenue from $2,000 a month just six months ago with their team of four. Vedran, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you. Thank you.